Northeast PA's Classic Rock, Rock 107. Good morning, I'm Prospector. Joined on the line by uh, Sister Mary Alice Jacquinot from St. Joseph Center. And uh, Sister, the 23rd annual Dennis Crafferty Memorial Auction is coming up. And it's still online, right? It is. It's online. It was very popular the last couple of years to do it this way. And it lets people participate wherever they are over a week, week-long week period. All right, so that week-long period starts when? It starts on November 10th through November 16th. So if somebody's interested in checking out the auction items, maybe bidding and things like that, where's the website? Where do they have to go? It's very simple. It's stjosephcenter.org, and they can find uh, the auction, all the items. It's very easily categorized, so it's uh, worth a look. And look, you guys always have a ton, a plethora of amazing stuff. Is there anything you can shed a little light on, any category that's you know really, really good this year? Well, I could tell you about some of the highlights. There are categories, men's, women's, children's, entertainment gift certificate. Some of the highlights, uh, there's a category that we call luxury items. Mm-hmm. So people will find their overnight stays, um, a trip. We're going to have an e-bike. I know you're a cyclist, so yes. that's kind of an interesting uh, feature from Sicklers that we have this year. We're going to have popular items like a Blackstone uh, grill, mm. a solo uh, pizza maker, mm-hmm. and, of course, lots of great experiences Gift certificates, I think there are probably nearly 100 gift certificates. And all this uh, starting on November 10th through the 16th, stjosephcenter.org, and look for the 23rd annual Dennis Crafferty Memorial Auction. Sister Mary Alice Jack, we're not joining us. Do people need to register anywhere, or can they just go online and start bidding? Once they go online, they do need to register, but it's free to look. So I think that's an important thing. People can look. They can decide to place a bid. They can wait. Sometimes the bidding gets a little interesting towards the end. (laughs) Uh, People might go on and uh, do some browsing for a while. Um, It's also, I want to mention, a category we have called auction wishes. There's lots of people who say, I don't need another thing. I get what I want. My children have everything they need. So I want to just support St. Joe's. You can go on. You'll see that there are items that we need for uh, programs and the clients and residents that we serve. Everyday uh, things that are... Uh, meaningful and necessary for them to have the best life possible. And that is, after all, what this entire auction is about, is to raise funds and help out through the auxiliary. Uh, StJosephCenter.org, 23rd Annual Dennis Crafferty Memorial Auction, starts online on November 10th, runs through the 16th. Sister Mary Alice Jacquinot, thank you so much for joining us on Rock 107. Thank you so much. Not everybody's day goes according to plan. A lot of people, when their day falls apart, go online and share what's happened. I share their stories with you. Epic Fails on Rock 107. Have you heard about the lonesome loser? He's a loser, but he still keeps on trying. My boyfriend stopped by my house after work because he missed me. We made out for a bit outside, which involves some touching. Then he left. When I got inside, I got a Facebook message from my older neighbor that read, That was gross. Please don't do that again in front of me. Really? You are one pathetic loser. I asked my boyfriend of five years when he was going to propose to me because I wasn't getting any younger. He responded with, well, ask yourself if you're getting any skinnier. The who? The her. Their lack of success makes us feel better about our lives. Epic fails on Rock 107. My crazy mother, who's both religious and almost illiterate, went through my room and threw away anything she thought would be immoral. She threw away Moby Dick because of the word dick yet ignored Fifty Shades of Grey because, again, she doesn't read. You're already a loser. 
I meant to send my mom a nice picture of the flowers my boyfriend got me set up in a vase on my nightstand. Turns out I sent it to his mom and my adult toy was in the shot. I'm mortified. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Their defeat is our victory. Epic fails on Rock 107. My girlfriend returned from a two-day trip. I'd spent the time cleaning the house and working on projects so she wouldn't come home and be stressed. She got upset when she got home because the house was clean and it made her feel inadequate. You're a loser! I woke up to a broken car window and a text from my ex that read, Before you ask me, the answer is yes. Please be advised that the football predictions in Tara's takes are as reliable as a squirrel with a crystal ball. They may lead to uncontrollable fits of laughter, head-scratching confusion, or, in rare cases, inexplicable outbreaks of interpretive dance. My wife Tara on the phone to uh, discuss her week nine, is it, NFL picks and Tara's takes. Uh, Do you think you did all right this week? Well, I have no idea. Well, let us find out. Uh, Miami at Kansas City. Do you remember who you picked in that game? Kansas City. Kansas City won that game, twenty-one to fourteen. Tara wins it. Yeah! Yay! My beloved Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers. You picked the Rams because you said you know nothing about Green Bay, right? Right. All right. We watched that game. Do you know who won? No, because I really wasn't paying attention. The Green Bay Packers beat my Rams twenty to three. So you lose that game. I'm sorry. Oh, that's pretty bad. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. Terrible. Uh, Minnesota at Atlanta. You took the Vikings over the team you called the Atlanta Hawks, even though they're the Falcons. How do you think you did? I don't don't know. Minnesota won. You win that game. Yay! 31-28 was the final score there. And lastly, the Washington Commanders at the New England Patriots. You took the Commanders. What do you think? I have no idea. Washington won 20 to 17. Tara wins that Yay! game. Three and one. They got three out of four. Three out of four. Three and one. Uh, it's a nice bounce back week for you. You did well this week. But uh, then again, I think it's just luck. Because what do you know about football? Nothing. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news. But it's not all bad. It's time. For the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A young boy in Florida called 911 last Wednesday, but there wasn't an emergency. His mom was surprised when the cop showed up at her door and he asked her son why he called. He said he just wanted to give a cop a hug. The cop gave him a hug and then explained what 911 is actually for. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. You may not like it, but it happened. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. We changed the clocks yesterday, and here's how unpopular it is. We hate it even when we're gaining an hour of sleep. I mean, come on. We're talking about an extra hour of sleep here, and we're still complaining? It's like getting a free pizza and saying, oh, bacon? I wanted mushroom. I can just picture it now. People setting their clocks back and being like, oh, not another precious hour of sleep. What am I going to do with all this extra rest? 70% of Americans say they were dreading falling back. The top reasons, it gets light too early now, it messes with our sleep schedule, it affects our mental health, and it means it gets dark earlier. 
All right, I'm on board with that last one. A separate poll found 68% of us want to stop shifting the clocks twice a year. Only 17% want to keep things the way they are, and 14% are still undecided. Of the people who do want to stop, 40% want to move to permanent daylight saving time with later sunsets. 28% want to go to permanent standard time, which is where we are now, and it gets dark too early in my opinion, I'm just saying. 11% say, pick either one, it's fine, just land on one and be done with it. I don't know about you, but I am team permanent daylight. Give me that extra hour of light at night. The other 21% somehow think one option is probably better than the other, but they just don't know which one it is. They don't have an opinion. We'll complain about losing an hour in the spring, and we complain about getting an hour in the fall. It's like we're stuck in a never-ending time loop, and we can't decide whether we want more sleep or less sleep. I say stick with daylight saving time, give me that hour of light later at the day, but maybe we should just... Call it permanent grumpiness. It seems like we're already there. Ladies and gentlemen, grab the kids, call your neighbors, and gather around the radio. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. We uncover the most baffling, ridiculous, pathetic, cockeyed, laughable, preposterous blunders in the world of misdeeds. Nominee number one. You've dreamed of doing this, but no one would actually risk it in real life, right? A guy in East Haven, Connecticut got pulled over for putting fake police lights on his car to beat traffic and get to work faster. His name is Michael Marshall. A cop spotted his Dodge Challenger on the highway with red and blue lights flashing. So they ran the license plate and saw it wasn't registered to any law enforcement agency. Michael admitted he was using them to get through traffic faster on his commute. This was just before 9 a.m. Ironically, he ended up being late for work that day. More likely, didn't make it at all. They towed his car and arrested him. He was released on $5,000 bond. He's due in court next week to face serious charges of impersonating a police officer. Nominee number two. Sure, it's slow, but there's still some danger involved. It was just before midnight when Sacramento, California police officers saw a forklift driving down a main road. Officers tried to make a traffic stop, but the forklift driver continued along the road. The slow-speed pursuit continued as the driver navigated through a neighborhood at around 10 miles an hour. Police said the driver rammed through a chain-link fence, then continued on a bike trail, where he eventually became disabled. Wayne Mathern was the driver who was taken into custody for evading and resisting arrest and vandalism. It's not clear immediately how he gained access to the forklift or whether it was stolen. And the winner is... The guy who led police on a slow-speed chase while driving a forklift. You are the Yam Bag of the Day. And we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day. Weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.